My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence on Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to the cast of High Desert, which is a show that follows Peggy, an on-and-off-again addict, who decides to make a new start after the death of her beloved mother, with whom she lived in a small desert town of Yucca Valley, California. And she makes a life-changing decision to become a private investigator that causes all kinds of havoc and shenanigans. So to start us off, here's Ariche Okria and Rupert Friend. What kind of like drew you into the role? Because the show, how it starts off in the first 10 minutes, is drastically different and then kind of circles back around again towards the middle to end of the episode so i was interested in what you guys how you related to guru and then obviously to carol it was a mad thing to read because every page turn brought some new kind of piece of bonkersness and imagining even just trying to imagine patricia going through all of this stuff was such a joy and then being there while she did it was it was double that so for me it was unlike anything i'd ever read or seen and I thought it balanced the tragedy, the comedy very nicely, and that the comedy was so out there, and the situations that she finds herself in are so wacky. You just kind of, I wanted to see it for sure, but I, even more than that, I was delighted that I was asked to be in it. Yeah, I agree. I realized that I actually have a weird desire to want to see that whole thing about car crashes. Reading the script, Mm. I was like, how on earth is this going to add up and make sense? And I was like, actually, I want to be a part of it. I want to see how this is all going to go down and how exactly they're going to make this work. I wouldn't say I was pleasantly surprised because I had complete faith in the team. And I mean, for them to write that, they obviously had the vision for it. And so I wanted to be part of this insane thing and be part of how it was going to turn out. And uh, I made a good bet. Because it turned out quite bad, if I may say so myself. When you guys first read it, like you were saying, I think a great example is kind of like a car wreck. And you're like, oh, I want to watch it and I can't look away, but I don't know how this is happening. When you read it like that and you're both kind of reading it and the chaos and the craziness that is, you know, the queen of Patricia being able to do it. What were you guys thinking in terms initially of your character? So when you first read it, how did you picture Guru or how did you picture Carol? And how did that change as the episode started, you know, going on in the season? I wouldn't say there was a change because I guess when you have what's on the script and then you have the conversations, I like to have the conversations with the writers to understand uh, more about the character. And then when I got the backstory of the character of Carol, which we don't see in this season, it definitely informed formed a lot of her behavior and why she was the way she was and why she did the things she did I don't think Carol changed she just became more of herself and it's just like a physical manifestation of you know the idea I had of her coming to life so I wouldn't say there was a change it was just you know moving I mean they're they're already alive and it's just watching them live their lives really yeah I I got quite a strong sense of who he was from the page and then you're then you do the fun bit you know which for me I I love kind of sitting with the hair and makeup crew and, and trying different things out and then with the wardrobe designer and try, trying seeing where it fits and when it works every, everyone just goes ah that's it like yeah. it's a very collective yes feeling you know we started out with very very like waist length hair at one point and it was kind of like <laughs> Jesus but then just the truth of it is would there have been time to grow that but you start doing the logic of it and then of course no so and you end up somewhere and then you go well probably quite like looking at yourself in the mirror so if that's the case like what are you you know what I mean you start looking at the logic of it all and then you end up with not only the most truthful part but for my 
personal desire the funnest part how much fun was it to kind of work with patricia and then also have all of her kind of antics sort of fall into your lives and you guys have to kind of deal with a lot of the stuff that she's chaotically going through i'm trying not to give anything away but that she's chaotically going through but it kind of rolls over into both of your lives so what was that like working with her and then also for character wise playing off of that i think definitely there is some similarities because there would be moments where i mean not like absolutely is peggy and i think there are some similarities between peggy and patricia but i wouldn't say as extreme as peggy because i remember <laughs> crazy things like shooting the first rehearsal and i'm like what and they're like are you are you happy to do it patricia's doing it and i'm like yeah yeah let's let's do it if patricia's happy to do it then i'm happy to do it and you know she's kind of she's fun and in the moment and i really enjoyed that so i would say that that was something that uh was a peggy a peggyism that i experienced <laughs> while filming it so this this transcends the characters, really. Mm. And you just have to roll with it. Same way Carol rolled with Peggy's mad ideas, I was rolling with shooting rehearsals. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love the kind of, um, I love the freewheeling improvisational way of working. And I hadn't worked with Patricia before, but we, I think, found that we both loved that in the moment on the set, you know, just like just letting it rip and seeing where it ended up and trying not to laugh, which is the hardest part. (laughs) She's very funny. Up next is Christine Taylor and Kerr O'Donnell. First of all, when I first watched the first episode, I was laughing. I like was like, this is crazy. This is hilarious. Like just every emotion known to man, Great. you know, in one episode right off the bat. Like I just hit love me. That. Yeah. Other than the fact that you guys are semi-normal. <laughs> <laughs> I like semi-normal. By the way, albeit like in, in the context of the series, it's almost like we're boring, you know, right, right, by right. just being normal right, where the right. boring ones yeah. right i wanted to know for you guys what was it like or what drew you in for to play diane and Stuart? and was it fun to kind of rein in a little bit of the chaos that's going around around you as actors and as characters i mean I, you said it perfectly i think which is this the show needs a grounding force in order to go to all those wacky zany trippy adventurous places i think so it was like it was such a joy to find that without trying to make it too heavy you know we were like our job was to find the reality in that while dealing with like you know some albeit pretty heavy subjects like grief and addiction and you know the joining force between all of it was like the love that we had for each other and uh, no matter what Peggy puts us through like we're always going to be there for her you know and it came so naturally like really Kier and Patricia and I all got together with Jay and our writers the day before we started shooting the entire series and we were like in two minutes we felt like we were siblings we read all the scenes and then Patricia was like oh my gosh what my my brother and sister acted this way when our when our parents passed away my my I was closer with this one and we had we just immediately started sparking conversation that was like this this is working and this feels so real and organic and it's really something I think like Kier said the series needs to sort of as a lens for the viewers to see her world through yeah and you guys almost sort of represent us in a way you know yeah, exactly yes, happy, yeah. but we relate to you because I'm like that's how I would be or yes, yes. Would I, yeah, which was quite I, easy I mean, at times right because they were 
throw us in these like weird environments, right? Whether yeah. we're showing up to her job at Pioneer Town and she's hanging from a chandelier on the ceiling right. or we're in like, you know, their drug house and the SWAT team shows up at Thanksgiving. Like they're just these bizarre environments. All we had to do was just react, right? right. To like what was <laughs> happening around us. What is happening? Well, I love both of you so much and I don't want to give any major thing away, but in the, I think it's okay to say, in the first episode, one of my favorite scenes with both of you is when you guys are meeting up with her and talking about selling the house. I was hysterical because Christine, <laughs> you killed me because you say something like, yeah, so we're going to sell. And she's like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Am I going to be homeless? And you're like, oh, no, like, we'll figure something out. And then carefully, like for you, it was so funny because then you say, um, we have a raid. And she's like, that was 10 years ago. Like, like, right. you just go over that your whole family is like traumatized. So I wanted right. to know for you guys, I mean, and it gets crazier and crazier and obviously I don't want to give anything away, but for you guys, was there lines or certain lines or scenes that you're like, that are in your brain as just the best moment or best lines <laughs> to say on TV? Because I mean, God. you got to say some crazy stuff. That scene was one yeah. of them. I mean, it was, there were, I don't even know if some of the stuff got cut, but there was a lot of her yeah. passing out in her, like where we would make comments about yes. her. You weren't, yeah. a, you weren't even awake. Like, isn't it so real too with siblings that they forget nothing? Like mm -hmm. the one bad moment, now Peggy's had a lot of them, but obviously we have clocked all of them and Stuart's going to try to get every jab in mm -hmm. that he possibly can. But I love when I said, I think I'm going vegan and you say, you know, I don't know, there was some joke oh, that yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It, was it, an, was, um, it was an improvised line. Yeah, I gave up meat when I walked in this place. <laughs> I gave yeah. up meat when I walked into <laughs> yeah. this place. And that stays with me as far as oh, like, it's just, funny. you know, Stuart yeah. always has to get a zinger in there. Right. That's an amazing scene because I think that's one of the first few seconds after the raid that we see you guys. So yeah, it's so funny when she's like, yeah, I think I'm a vegan. I gave it up when I walked in. And I was just like, again. And then right away, I'm just like, I love them. Just the lines you're giving are so good, but the way you guys do it too, and the way you play off each other, Aww. the time thing. I don't know how you do it. How like, cause it's hard. It's hard to be funny. It's hard to hit the moments and you're dealing with chaos. You have Patricia in front of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> All these things. You guys just nailed it. You did such a great job. Is it difficult to do the timing and to get all of that right to make sure that? I mean, I gotta tell you, like, I mean, I stand by it. Like, so much of it was just reacting, right? I mean, they say you're only as good as your scene partner. Well, our scene partner was Patricia Arquette. Yeah, it doesn't get better than that, you know. So, so, so much of it was, you know, by design. She's this wild character, and we are a little bit more pragmatic and stuck in the mud. It's kind of, you know, it's all there. It's just ripe for the picking of it's just we just had to kind of be in the moment and just react and sometimes it just magically works yeah like that's it so just true, right? there's like that chemistry yeah. and we are all dialed in in a way that i think yeah. having that day of rehearsal gave us that and i think just you know we worked out a little bit too where it was sort of like we had planned a speech and yeah. you you bail on me and you kind of <laughs> right, are like go yeah, ahead yeah, go yeah, ahead i'm right, like what right, right. like we had like clearly right. like we tried to work out some stuff ahead of time but it just was fun to play I think all of us have siblings too the three of us in real life so you know we we talked about that and we talked about what we could bring to it so it's just it's kind of like you know or you don't know you know yeah. and that's it's just we just all kind of have it it's great but i want to ask first if you had a choice of choose another character where you got to play someone crazy Whoa. and like dealing drugs and doing all sorts of crazy stuff who would it be and what are you most excited for fans to see because this show is unlike anything i've ever seen before i'm excited for fans to go along the journey because i think it, it took me by 
surprised when I read the scripts was like, oh my God, we're going there now. Oh my God. Okay. We're introducing that character. Like that is wild. You know, it's unexpected. It's a fun sort of, you know, escapist comedy. Yet at the same time, I think it's going to surprise people about the the heart of it, you know, mm-hmm. and sort of the reflection and the, the inspiration that you can sort of be whoever you want tomorrow. You know, you can reinvent yourself and have second chances. Yeah. And not to sound corny, but we, I feel like we just talked about it. It's like people that make bad decisions, it doesn't make them bad people, you know, because you look at how charismatic and lovable Peggy is. And Mm -hmm. that is hopefully how audiences will feel. It's like, oh my God, I like, you know, I've made some bad choices or I have my brother or sister. I've made some, but like, she's trying, (laughs) she's trying. You want her to succeed. (laughs) And I would love to have gotten in one of those pioneer town outfits to do the can-can. Totally. Yes. I'd take that. Maybe I would have loved two. to have learned that Maybe season two, Stuart yes. and Diane start working yes. at Pioneer Town. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we're like secretly have like we're running drugs too. That would be fun. Right? Yeah, that we get involved. Yeah. <laughs> I know, season two, you guys do a full, like, 180. Totally. Yeah. yeah, it's like Heisenberg or something. All of a sudden, we're, like, breaking bad, yeah. <laughs> and finally, here's Bernadette Peters. I wanted to ask you, you know, when you read the script, the script is so crazy and all over the place, and there's so much fun and comedy and drama and just everything that you could possibly want in a script, I think, was probably packed into this. When you read for Rosalind, what was the first thing that you were like, yes, this I have to, like, walk in and play her? There I am at my kitchen table reading a script and a script comes in and then this one comes in and I'm going, oh my God, this is like one of the best things I've read in I don't know how long and it's so original and it's so crazy and it's so irreverent and stars Patricia Arquette. So, you know, I recognized the beauty of it and I just had to be in it. I recognized the writing. I just, this is just so different, so wonderful and so entertaining. So there I am. What was one of your favorite part? You know, it's interesting because so many people keep describing, you know, working with Patricia and how excited they are working with you and how excited they were. What was one of your like favorite parts or like lines maybe from the first episode that you read that you were just like, I can't believe this is in here, but it's so funny. You know, I play her mother loving and, and being there and supportive and her soulmate. I think Patricia's character, she's such a con artist and she just makes up stuff out of her head just to get by, to get through. It's just crazy wonderful the things the things that she will do the things that she does the situations are crazy the situations are wonderful she's an ex-junkie so I mean imagine and then she becomes a, a private investigator now that's like crazy isn't it but they also are good con artists so she reinvents herself that way and tries to get back on her feet by doing that so that's what's so entertaining about the whole thing it's totally irreverent it's so interesting because she seems to be unstoppable like it no matter what happens she is perseveres no matter like how you want to look at it but she perseveres and just keeps going I wanted to know if you found a connection because you guys do play you know like mother and daughter was there a connection that you found between the two characters when you were reading their descriptions or how they interact because there's similarities that kind of come up between how they both kind of handle situations they're so bonded and they so you know love each other and her mother is there to support her throughout anything even when the 
police break in and it's a raid because there's because they're selling drugs basically the the right. husband is selling drugs but the mother's there right away too she goes mom the dutch oven so she's right away she grabs the dutch she knows what's in it it's the hash and she's trying to hide the hash so she's basically too thick and thin she's there to you know she's right there with her daughter doing whatever her daughter needs to be done and they play bingo they go to uh, drag bingo she's just a great you know person up there doing it's so fun they're laughing the drag artist is great she's at living she's doing a great job she's a great actor and um we're just having a ball and working with patricia with with such a great actress and looking at her eyes and being her mother it makes it all so so easy and so wonderful it comes across on screen because the two of you are hysterical together um i have to ask though side note the outfits the outfits you get to wear are like fantastic especially in the beginning i love like the head like just, just everything that you get to wear is fantastic so i wanted to know did you have fun with that too you know kind of figuring out what she was going to look like or working with wardrobe we had a great wardrobe person that you know just said i think she'd wear you know she'd wear this and for bingo she'd wear that and she'd wear in the second half you know she's pretending to be you know this and she'd wear she's you know she'd have this in her closet at home and so we were very lucky with how creative that the the costumer the hot costumer and of course I had you know I would say I had a lot to say about it too once I tried it on but she brought them she brought them to me but also you were mentioning too in the first episode about how you know her mom is is there for literally everything I mean throughout the whole show but in particular if you're gonna need your mom you want her in the middle of a race to help you you know grabbing all the drugs and trying to get rid of them so was that really fun that scene because it was so chaotic and everyone's running around yeah we're running around I mean obviously her mother's not just judgmental which is so wonderful i mean i think in in the one flashback where you see rosalind's husband leaving the whole family just leaving and the girlfriend sitting in the car and peggy as a 14 year old goes out there and yelling at him and and she sees her mother's pearls on the girlfriend and she pulls those pearls off her neck and at that moment her mother's out there trying to make peggy feel better even though her husband just left and the whole family they became you know soulmates and they're there to support each other through thick and thin no matter what's going on. Rosalind actually loves Peggy's husband who is a drug dealer <laughs> but they have fun together so there's no judgment going on. It's basically trying to survive but in the end, you know, Peggy suffers from all of this as she becomes, you know an ex-junkie and then she puts obstacles in her way and she's trying to overcome the obstacles. So I think people are going to relate to trying to, in life you know, trying to overcome all these things that befall us and yet dealing with great loss throughout and how she might deal with it had very heartfelt and all that yeah and it's really beautiful a lot of the stuff you said about just not having judgment just having a mom there for anything which is what we all want right is a mom just to be there not judgmental <laughs> you know it's hard to be a parent like that but it would be it's good to be a parent like that of course you don't want a daughter that's suffering from drug addiction but she does go to methadone treatment so i hope you guys enjoyed listening to the cast of high desert talk about the show and what fans can expect for this upcoming season. As a reminder, High Desert will premiere globally with three episodes on Wednesday, May 17th, and new episodes premiering weekly on Wednesdays thereafter, exclusively on Apple TV Plus through to June 21st. So make sure you go and check it out. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Oh, 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 oh,